Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness from TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. You know where to find me at. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims and survivors of said disorder. <clears throat> Today's episode is going to be about the the fastness, like why narcissists move fast, how if like relativity when it comes to narciss- a narcissistic relationship, why it feels like that like, even though you o- you've only been in a relationship with a narcissist for three months why it feels like three years and that goes all into the love bombing phase i know i, I know i talk about all a, a lot about the love bombing and the idealization phase of the, of the narcissistic cycle on my channel because it's, it's a very very important you know important cycle because <clears throat> most narcissists love bombing not er- so not everybody gets love bomb first of all it just doesn't happen for everybody because the circumstances on how y'all meet and how y'all get together dictate whether or not you're going you're going to be love bomb if you are the person that uh, approaches that narcissist if you are the first person that shows interest and you pursue that narcissistic person more than likely you won't get love bomb and like you know cultural narcissism is a thing too so because sometimes narcissism is built into the culture so in that aspect, like if you get an arranged marriage, you won't get love bomb either. But <clears throat> back to the topic at hand, like if you, I talk to people over Zoom all the time, right? It is just like, there's like, okay, my they'll say something like, like my situation is going to be a little bit different because my relationship was only five months. My relationship is only six months, but it feels like so much longer. And I, and then when they, when they start telling me their story and they talk about their relationship, it does sound like they're describing a five, six year relationship instead of a five or six month relationship. And here's the reason why, because narcissistic people like we like to move fast. We just do. We, we pile it. We pile up a lot of stuff into a very, very short, you know, short compartment, compartmentalized section of time like we were literally like pile it all together put it all in one big basket and hopefully you'll get you know hopefully you'll get sucked into it long enough we'll give you a lot of highs and a few lows in a very very short period of time that's why the love bombing phase so much time effort and energy goes into the love bombing phase that literally you'll do stuff you move fast you just do like you'll be having you'll be pregnant and living together within three four five six months and when people, it takes people years to get to that point. It, it takes a normal function, a normal relationship. It might take them two, three, four, five years, 10 years to move in together, have a baby, get pregnant and stuff like that. Whereas a narcissist, we move quick. You'll be living with us in two months, three months and things like that. Because we, a lot of narcissistic people have abandonment issues, y'all. I'm afraid you're going to leave me. You mean, you're my, I feel like you might be my person. So I'm afraid you're going to leave me. So I need to, I need to get you with me quick. So I'm going to get, I'm going to pull it all up, put it all up front very very fast you know what i mean <clears throat> and i tell a lot of people this too is the fact that narcissists like date in reverse like we literally date in reverse like you get all the good stuff up front there's no build up it's all up front it's all you know it's all from the 
from the top of the mountain, from the peak. We it's like peaking in high school. Like when you peak in high school, everything is downhill from when you're 18 years old, which is terrible. But when you peak in a relationship very very early, everything is downhill in a relationship. Like we date in reverse. We're going to tell you we love you really really quickly. We're going to try to get get married to you really really quickly. We're going to try to have a baby by you really really quickly. The relationship will move as fast as you allow it to move. That's why I tell people, like, how do I avoid narcissists? How do I avoid them? I'm like, you slow down. You set boundaries. You have to. I know. You have to set boundaries. Like, people be afraid to set boundaries because, like, but I'm afraid if I set a boundary, they'll leave me alone. Of course. That's the point. <laughs> that's the point. That's how you spot them. That's how you spot them. You know what I mean? We, like I said, you pile so much stuff into two, three, four, five, six months in a relationship with a narcissist, yeah, you go through so much that your mind doesn't have time to catch up. Sensory overload. Scroll back in my in my uh, my videos in my podcast and find the, the video uh, on sensory overload. We overload your senses, so you don't have time to you don't have time to think. You're just in love. You don't have time to think. You just you know you get your cheeks clapped. How you what, what, what time? How much time do you have to think? Yeah, you get you either get your cheeks clapped or they're throwing some cheeks on you. What what, what are you gonna do? You don't have time to think. Every time you start to start to think like, wait a minute, this is a red flag, cheeks. Every time you start to think like, man, I should slow down, cheeks. Or big step, let's get married, let's elope, let's live together, let's do all this stuff, let's get a dog together. Pretty much behind the scenes, like if you read between the lines, it's saying let's let's, let's let me trap you really really quick. Let me make sure that I have, let me make it let me make it harder for you to get rid of me. So let's do stuff like that. That's why we move fast. We want to make it harder for you to get rid of us. We attach really, really quickly. And we want to get you attached really, really quickly. We want you to match our feelings. So when you match our feelings, we can just pull it. We can just we can just rev it down a little bit. Okay, I'm tired. I'm tired of doing everything to make you happy. What about me? What about make me, making me happy? What about who's going to make me happy? And things like that. So that situation does arise. I'm telling you, that situation arises a lot. It comes up a lot when you're dealing with narcissists and toxic people. You know, I tell people, like, you have to set the boundaries you set. Like, people are scared to set boundaries because they think that they're going to lose people. If I tell them no, they're going to leave me alone. Of course. That's the point. That's the point. That's the point. And, like, that fear right there, that fear of being alone, that fear of them leaving you alone is what's going to get you, keep you in this narcissistic relationship way longer. Than what you're supposed to be in, be in it. That fear right there. If I set a boundary, they might get mad or they might leave me alone. That fear right there of setting a boundary to protect yourself and to protect your own mental and physical health. That fear right there is going to keep you in this toxic relationship a lot longer than what you need to be in it, and it's going to suck for a very, very long time because you should have been out of it a long time ago. But that fear right there, and I know, I, I know y'all, but I know what you're going to say, like Lee. But that fear comes from our childhood, with how we were raised and what we went through. Of course, that's, I know it. I'm not blaming you. I'm just trying to empower you. This is not victim blaming. This is victim empowerment. Don't come on here and just like, like you're, you're blaming the victims again. Like, no. But there has to be some kind of accountability. Set your boundaries. You have to. If you watch this video and you still don't go set your boundaries, you can't blame. Like, you're going to try to blame the narcissist. Like, I didn't set a boundary and they ran over top of me. Of course, they're going to run over top of you. They're going to get what they can get out of you. That's why we pile stuff up so quickly. That's why it feels like you've been in a relationship with us for seven years when you've only been with knowing us for like seven weeks. It's so much piled in. You done met the kids. You done met the family. You done living together. You, 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 you're working together, especially if you work together. Ooh, oh, God, that's even worse. If you work together, Jesus. <laughs> There's so many moving pieces in situations like this, y'all. That's why I tell people you have to tap the brakes. 
tapping the brake. Like if this relationship is a car, you are a passenger in the car. It's like a driver's ed car. There's steering wheels and there's pedals and there's gas and there's there's brakes on both sides of the car. You are a passenger or you are a driver. You can tap the brakes. Tap them. Tap the brakes. Tap them. Don't be afraid of in the mom say tap the brakes. I mean slow it down or set a boundary. You don't need to be moving that fast. If people are telling you like, hey, this is this is y'all moving a little too fast, they're not jealous. Sometimes could they be jealous? Yeah, they could be jealous. But sometimes they're just trying to warn you, especially if they have no reason to be jealous. Ask yourself that. Do they have a reason to be jealous of me? If the answer to the question is no, then take heed in their advice. But you might be moving too fast. This is a fairy tale romance. Is this the villain? Because, you know, in most fairy tale romances, the, 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 the princess or the prince meets the villain first. They don't meet the princess or princess until later on, until they get through the villainous stage. And how long you're in this villainous stage is up to you. Do I say they piled it on really, really quick? Willy, 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 willy. Willy, willy, quickly. <laughs> willy, quickly ran up the hill. <laughs> I can't talk, y'all. But yeah, really, really, it moves really, really quickly. We pile it in really, really fast. That's why, like I said, you, you're doing stuff within three months that a lot of couples, normal functioning relationships, normal pay, time, normal paced relationships, don't do this stuff for a year. You're doing it in three months, in two months. So where that normal couple is in three years, you're going to, of course, you're going to get there faster. It's like driving on the highway. <clears throat> it's like both it's like you're in a car on the highway like your relationship is in a car on this highway and a normal functioning relationship is in the car right beside you if you are going 80 miles per hour and that car beside you is go, that normal functioning car is going 40 miles per hour you're going to hit you're going to hit mile markers and, and, and milestones way before the other car is and when you're blowing past them like whoa we're going way faster than that whoo hit the gas baby hit the gas we're going 90 miles per hour now that car is still going 40 miles per hour. Guess what happens? When you're going that fast, when you're piling that much stuff in, when you're burning that much gas, you're going to run out of gas a lot faster than the other car is. The other car is a Prius, by the way. You got a, some kind of, you got a, you got a, you know, fast car. You got a SUV. You got a Cadillac Escalade or something. You go 90 miles per hour on the highway. They got a, a Prius that gets, you know, 60 miles to the gallon. <laughs> and they're going 40 miles per hour. So they're going to outlast you. You're gonna, even though you're getting to those mile markers a lot faster than they are, they're going to go past you and outlast you, and you're going to be exhausted because you had that same, you had those same experiences that they had, but you got to them a lot faster and not, and probably not in the most, the most healthiest of ways. So slow it down, tap the brakes. Don't race. It's not a race. It's not a race, y'all. It is not a race. It's a journey. You want to say slow down? Don't let them pile so much stuff. If you're doing stuff that you know you shouldn't be doing, if it doesn't feel right. It not, it's probably not right. Your intuition, y'all. Trust your intuition. Because your intuition is there to help you. Your heart is there to try to make you happy and make you feel good. Your intuition is there to save your life and protect your heart. You know what I said? Trust your intuition because it's there for a reason. It's there to protect you. It's not, it's not there to hurt you. Your intuition doesn't hurt you. Like, like Your intuition is like when you walk to the edge of a cliff, your intuition, your conscience is saying like, hey, don't don't jump into this down, over this damn cliff. Don't take another step. <laughs> but your heart is just like, but my the love of my life is at the bottom of this cliff, and the fastest way I can get there is to jump off of it. Which one are you gonna trust? You're not. And plus, when you jump off that cliff, you will not survive. It's an unsurvivable fall. You will not survive this fall. So think about that cliff analogy for you. I, I, yeah, I dropped some fire analogies in here too, off the top of my head, y'all. Off the top of my head, like, whoo, I'm on the road this morning. It's the morning after Christmas too. Oof. Um, anyways, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. I really, truly appreciate y'all. Like and subscribe for more. Tap the brakes. You're a driver in this car, too. Tap the brakes. Mental illness is out. Peace. 
Y'all know my podcast, folks. Y'all know y'all get a little few extra minutes, 11. I really appreciate every single one of y'all, like I said, because as much as y'all learn from me, I learn more from you. Um, hit that five stars for me on Apple Music. If you listen to this on Apple Music or Spotify, whatnot. I appreciate y'all. Mental Hillness is out. Peace.